Hi, it's Molly. And Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Ink and Paper. I'm never going back. <laughs> you yeah, you, you can't see our smiles like when we're, but like we start, we have, like, you know, like the smile and when you're talking, it's like that's mm-hmm. when we say ink and paper. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably tell. Sometimes you can tell. Yeah. Like by the way it sounds, but um, yeah. It just never gets old. No. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're like, we're like so if we so ever do intro for anything, we're like, wow, that was amazing. So really good. Remember one of our like second episode, we said Scarlet at the same time and I was like, that was good. You can yeah. go back and hear it if you want to. Yeah. Was that the Scarlet episode? Was that, like, our second episode? Because we were like, today we're doing Scarlet! And uh, I said, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think I remember, though? That was over a year ago. But, like, remember we, we had, like, a whole plan that we were only going to do book reviews, and we would do them for, like, series, and we'd try to put, like, each series in a different season. No more than 25 minutes. And then <laughs> season three was, like... Just everything else. Everything. But the thing I is, rearranged like, seasons it. don't work by, like, just putting one in season one, no. and then you hear us post for season four. I, I rearranged it by year. So, okay. So everything in 2019 is in oh, season... Or you, 2020 Molly. is in season one, and everything in 2021 is in season two. Okay, because <laughs> we were, like... We had, like, a bunch of different seasons, and we didn't remember what was what anymore, no. and it didn't even matter anyway, because nobody looks at didn't that. Didn't make sense. And then we were, like, we didn't, did we, I don't think we even finished doing the Lunar Chronicles, but at this no. point, I just finished Renegades by Marissa Meyer, and one, I just want to mention, Marissa Meyer, supremely Genius. talented. Oh my god. Like, I can't even explain, like, I'm reading, and I'm like, I've never, something, you can tell how much effort and care she puts into each can't sentence. wait until November when we get gilded. Oh my god. I'm, re- I'm also, I'm rereading... I was gonna say ink and paper. It's not called that. It's called ink Similar, not really at all. Actually, no. But the time. No. I mean, eh, not really. <laughs> I mean, has it has an I and a K? Yeah, and it, an N. Yeah, that works. It works. You're just easily entertaining. Yeah, I love that book. Oh, oh that God, one was so, so good. good. And like, Prudence her, and It's like you read her books and you're like, she can't impress me more. And then you, and I then... just read Renegades. And I before I was like, when I would listen to her podcast over the summer. And I'd read the Lunar Chronicles at that point. I think that might have been it. I yeah, think because she was not with uh, Oh, and Heartless. Karma. I Heartless. read Heartless. And I think at the time I was like, like I, she'd say like, I am the author. When she introduced herself, she'd say she, she's the author of Lunar Chronicles and Renegades. And at the time I was like, you know, <laughs> it's like I acted the same way that I did when I like started with Marvel. I was like, oh, superheroes. Like, uh-huh, I'm, uh-huh. Oh, I'm not like, I'm like, I'm not in like all the superhero sci-fi stuff. I was like, no, no. It's, and, then, it'll be, and then people were telling me then that we it's watched, Then we watched. Then um, we watched. Then we watched. watched Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming and First Avenger Captain America. And I was, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. And so then we're like, wow, superheroes have feelings. And we're right. Like, and, and then and like the same a- thing happened. So with Renegades, you, I remember you read it and you're like, Anna, it's amazing. And I was like, that was when I was like, okay, you know, I can read, but I still like I don't know why my brain will like every single time people recommend stuff and every time if I read it I love it but ev- before, before then before that it's I'm like, like no no, no, no. <laughs> yeah I'm like no like you know, I bet it's good yeah, but yeah, not so like it wouldn't be just, good yeah, but like not, yeah. I, I bet I'm like it's a yeah, trilogy it's, it's really like fine. it's not as big as Lunar Chronicles and like I really enjoy the Lunar Chronicles but it's not like one of my favorite series just for the mm-hmm. fact that it's a little bit slower in my yeah, opinion heartless However, Heart- Heartless broke my heart and also made my heart whole at the Heartless same time. Heartless and Inz- her her standalones, her standalones are like next level. I know. And then, so I I was like, you know what? I've heard so much about Renegades. It took me months. So I was like, you know what? I'll just read it. And then it destroyed me. And I finished uh-huh. it last night. And I stayed up too late re- finishing it. But I was like, but the last few chapters of Supernova just like it's like boom, 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 boom. Like nothing. I'm not going to spoil anything. But you know what? We should have. 
Audrey on and do like a one episode that just has the whole trilogy in one. Yeah, uh, I don't remember most of what happened, so I'll just be here to like moder- moderate the conversation. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I can like I'll go back and read the descriptions of each of them or something. Yeah, it's just like all of this. Like I just it, the one. I'll look through my Pinterest most, board. Yeah, it's one <laughs> of the most wholesome relationships I think I've ever encountered I know, it's in adorable. a book. And I'm kind you of went, like, you you heard you figured out what I was talking about when I said the the scene in the, with the mural. And oh, the, the, the mural star thing. Oh my! I was like waiting for it, and then I was like. I'm gonna, it's the, it's the when, cutest so I was scene hoping ever. At the beginning, the thing is, like, I was hoping at the when I first started, like, okay, she doesn't sleep, and you know they say that their powers often come from like a type of trauma. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, maybe she will. I was hoping because I mean, with Marissa Marbucks, it's very predictable who the main character is going to end right, up with, right? Which I don't mind actually. But it's yeah, like I, I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, and she does romances so well, like the slow burn. She does it so well, and she and I was like hoping I was like okay. It was from the trauma that she wasn't able to sleep. So maybe, like, she'll feel calm enough eventually with Adrian and, like, she'll fall asleep for once. And then it... To people who are listening who didn't read this, it doesn't make any sense no, to them. No. I, I mean, okay, that's all I'm gonna say spoiler-wise, but, like, I just... When that scene happened, I was like, what... I think that was, like, was what so I was hoping cute for those two so wholesome. It was just, like... And then afterwards, when they go to, like, watch the movie on the couch, and I'm just, like... And she's, like... Even though she feels like, you know, because she's, like, the villain or whatever, and she's yeah. like, I have to the be whole scheming. Time, she's, like, she has feelings for him, so she's time, nervous. I'm just, the whole time, I'm just, like, girl, relax. Like, it's going to be so much better for you if you just, like, take a deep breath. And I know, just... and I'm, like, you have, I'm, like, if you really have to get what you're, I'm not going to but what you're looking for from the house, like, you can just, you know, like, she's going to, like, to the house to, like, steal something that she needs, um, that they have, um, and so she, I'm like, you know what, you got the whole night, why don't you just relax yeah, and day for a bit, and then worry about it a few yeah, hours exactly. later. It'll like, be easier in the middle of the night anyway. Like, yeah, like, you can put him to sleep whenever you want. Like, you don't have to do it right now when everyone's getting ready for bed. Like, come on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, it just, I was like, oh, but it was just so cute. She, like, kind of goes to, like, scoot up next to him, puts her head on her shoulder, his shoulder, and she's like, no, she's like, you just gotta get this over, and then this game can be over, you know, once you can, like, go to, you know, get steal whatever thing you need to steal and but at the same time she's like super nervous yeah. and i'm like girl that's supernova more like super nervous I, i'm sorry that was uh, so, i mean i loved it but like i was just like the whole time i was like but i did like the at the beginning she's like i shouldn't have feelings for him but she never was like i don't have feelings for him no, she, like, i love that about marissa marbucks they're just kind of like oh okay <laughs> like, they are not like oh okay like it doesn't make sense but they're they don't like spend like the entire book being like no 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 he no, loves no. me he loves me not he yeah loves me. she's just kind of like she just she has like she's like this is a, this is a new way. a new piece of information that i just have to put into my life yeah like, like google spreads like <laughs> she's like i guess i just have to figure out what to do with this yeah. now because she's like but i like that she doesn't just spend the whole time being like no i'm gonna push him away like she doesn't really she only a little bit, but like really, she's like, but I want him. <laughs> she's like, but, the, the, but daddy, I love him. <laughs> and I was like, but uncle. <laughs> okay, well, you wouldn't get that unless you've read it. But if you can't tell, just read it. Like, yeah, whatever you're really thinking good. about anything, superheroes, think and of sci-fi. anything by Marissa Meyer. We know it's middle grade. Yeah. We don't care. We enjoyed it. I think Renegades might now be my second favorite series ever. This is gonna change the next from the next book you pick up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this is one of my all-time favorite. I'm pretty sure I've said that about, like, every book. I've, I've like, yeah. Instant Karma. It's now one of my favorite books ever. And then I read another book. I was like, this is one of my favorite books ever. We'll just say Marissa Meyer is 
one of our top favorite authors for she sure. She really is. She might be my yeah. If I have to pick a favorite, she might author, be my favorite. She's probably she's my favorite yeah. author. I think. And she's like she responded to my email, guys. <laughs> I haven't emailed her yet because that was in like that the was summer. In the summer, but, but I haven't emailed because I keep like I don't know. I think my brain's like you got one chance. Don't blow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just trying to think of something to write. I don't know. Um, it's like pressure. I mean, she is, she she'll probably respond to multiple of them, but. I know, but it's like, <laughs> I feel like it's the one chance to, <laughs> for my idol to, like, contact me. So. Yeah, so anyway, this is not the focus of today's episode. <laughs> We've already spent We haven't minutes. even introduced it. Okay, you know what? That's what this episode... You saw paper. the title. Stick around. Yeah, you know, you saw the t- title. You know what we're, ta- we're going to talk about. And also, Anna like, doesn't. Oh. Well... Whatever. You know what we're She knows it's one about. of two things. I know it's one of two things. I don't know which one. I mean, I have a guess of which one it is. Because we're recording on my phone. Yes. <laughs> um, but, because we're recording two episodes for the next two weeks. Or this week yeah, and next yeah. week. Because it's currently a Monday. Um, and then, uh, my train of thought just totally went out. Anyway, I'm going to introduce our episode. We are going to. We, we don't. Okay, so astrology we don't necessarily believe it but we are intrigued it's interesting <laughs> it's really interesting that we it doesn't we don't think it like dictates your life or anything or mm-hmm. says who you are but it is fun to read about so yeah. anna i got your birth chart this is okay. what it looks like thank you i don't know how to read it but it does <laughs> tell you. i'm like you want to see <laughs> it looks like a math thing and i'm yeah <laughs> so um we're gonna go down and read about your like stuff okay okay so your son is in aquarius we knew that already. My son? S-U-N. Oh, I was like... Your sun sign. I was like, oh, are we going into the future now? No, Your sun sign is Aquarius. The fifth house, 21 degrees, what is 35... I don't know, 35 feet and 33 inches. <laughs> I don't know. We're making okay. it very suspenseful and intense, guys. Okay, so, just... so Anna's an Aquarius. Why do you need that? I'm going to read what that means. It says, okay. the sun determines your ego, identity, and role in life. Okay. It is the core of who you are, and it is the sign you are most likely to already know. Okay, I'm gonna start. This, say, just say this. Don't mean to interrupt you, but I when I, like I don't actually like I don't really remember what the like, uh, what are like the the, the characteristics of an Aquarius. We're about are, to get but into whenever it, don't I, people ask me and I tell them, they're like, "Oh, I can see you being an Aquarius." So I particularly find this interesting. Because I don't, I don't know, know the why. stereotypes. We could look into more. This doesn't give a lot, so afterwards we'll look into more of the Aquarius okay. stuff. Okay. Um, your son is in Aquarius, meaning you are a fun, you are fundamentally unconventional and anti-comfortable dissenting or straying from the norm. Oh, no. I mean, Comfortable, yeah. no, you are un- fundamentally unconventional and anti-comfortable dissenting or straying from the norm. So I don't like straying no, from the do. norm. No, you do. Oh, I do. Okay, that makes sense. I kind of do. A little bit. Um, your intellectual talent of abstraction is oriented towards pushing boundaries of what seems reasonable. Whatever they're talking about, I'm having trouble comprehending. It means like, like you, um, you like to push the boundaries, like, 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 um, you know, push against the rules and. Ooh, really? That doesn't sound I don't like me at all. Look, <laughs> you going? You're, you're, you carry a lot on your shoulders and have, ha- and have need to fight for the underdog. It's in your fifth house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. I mean, I don't know about romance, but I'd say creativity. I'm up like that's how you distinguish. Is that I don't know what that. I yeah, know. I mean, are you ready to fight? So that's what we already knew, though. Okay. We'll look into Aquarius after we get into. Okay, we'll look into the individual a little bit more. But are you ready to find out your rising, your ascendant, 
I'll, first, I'll tell you a little bit about it, okay? I don't know what any of those Your ascendant are. is the mask you present to people. It can be seen okay. in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours, so it doesn't make sense. So, if it doesn't make sense, text your mom to confirm your birth time. Your birth time. Okay. Anyway, so, your ascendant is Libra. Libra? Yes, in first house. Okay. Your ascendant is in Libra, meaning you come across as compromising, courteous, and fair-minded, though sometimes passive-aggressive. You seem inclined <laughs> towards balance in all forms, aesthetic, okay. romantic, and judgment. I'd say I like to find ba- balance. I mean, okay, I need some of your opinion and input here. What do you think from, like, just from, like... I think you meaning. come across as compromising, courteous, and fair-minded. Yeah, I, I think that's... That. I don't know if I'd say passive-aggressive. I mean... I don't know. I, I think, think that so. I think that the compromising part works. The can't compromising part <laughs> definitely works. I'm often, like, if I ever... I'll be, like, I could be fired up about something, and then, like, you'd be talking about it with someone, and the moment they, like present their opposing opinion, I'm like, okay, <laughs> and I just back down every I don't single time. personally know any, like, Libra sons, I think, so, um, I don't know a lot about, I only look into yeah. the people I know, but, um, yeah. we'll look into that more, too. Yeah, I don't think we really know many Libras. So, moving on slightly, the moon. The moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as, since it reflects your personality when you are alone and deeply comfortable. Okay. So this is, like, your individual self. I can't reassure you on this one. Okay. Pisces. Okay. I don't um, know much about the but Pisces either. Your I don't moon know is in Pisces, meaning your emotional self is empathetic, dreamy, sensitive, and gentle. You feel vulnerable much of the time and desperately wish for a partner who deeply understands you. It's in your fifth house, meaning you find security and safety through romance, self-expression, crea- creativity, and pleasure. I mean, again, the whole, like, partner, like, I'd say for the future, like, years from now, I would like to find someone that I can trust like that. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not right now, but... That's, but... How about the rest of it? I think the rest of it totally fits. Okay, like, cool. I def like, everything else fits, so. So, yeah, um, you have a lot in Aquarius. Got it right. Because, <laughs> like, look at your, look at this chart. It has, like, a bunch oh of Oh my Aquarius. gosh, there's a ton. <laughs> okay, so those are, people call those your moon, your rising, and your sun are your okay. big three. Okay. So, like, those are, like, the most important. They feel like they, they are. But there are more. Oh, One, okay. two, three, four, five, six. So seven, like, eight more. Is this like, you know, uh, the people who created zodiac signs? Is their way of being like, okay, so there's a bunch of different things, so we're just gonna assign you every single zodiac sign, so then we can't. You can't because no, you don't have anything more. in Virgo, Leo, oh. Gemini, Taurus, Aries, or Scorpio. I, I mean, from what I know of those ones, I can kind of understand why. So. <laughs> Okay, like you're not that they're bad, but that I don't think I feel like them. Mercury determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. It also indicates how you learn. It's the mind's planet. Are you ready? Your Mercury, mind's planet. Mind's planet. Your Mercury is in Aquarius. Okay. (laughs) Meaning your intellect is insightful, unconventional, and super meta. You have a rich imagination that allows you to think in a way that is abstracted from daily life. Okay. You enjoy intellectual banter, though you sometimes push your ideas on others. No. It's in your fifth house, meaning you are curious and inclined to analyze your love life, how to become oh unhappy, God. and your creative process. <laughs> so projects. much on this love life stuff. Well, that's because, I mean, I mean, it's a big part of most people's lives. It's a big part lives. of a lot of people's lives. Um, so, you enjoy intellectual banter, this, um, you have a rich imagination, are those things true? You're curious yeah. about how to become happy, and your creative yeah. projects. Yes. For sure. I wouldn't, the one that, the only thing I wouldn't say it was the one, like, I push my opinions on others. I don't feel like I do. If anything, I'd feel like, like I could, might present my opinion to someone else, but the moment they give me their opposing opinion, I, like, back down. 
But um, I wouldn't say I'd like push it, right? Do I push my opinion on you? I uh, know. I don't. I mean, so. if I were to push my opinion on anyone, it would probably be you. <laughs> from the well, I feel like we're sort of like it's this is how you come across to like most people. Yeah. I, I think I know you a little bit. Yeah, I think it's for us. It might be a little different. Okay. <laughs> Venus. Venus okay. determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Okay. Your Venus is in Aquarius. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shocker. Meaning your romantic side is unconventional, intellectual, and somewhat detached. You can be bubbly and obvious when you like someone, but it, typically you prefer forms of intimacy less obvious than romance. It's in your fourth house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in your home and family. I actually make sense a lot with me, I think, and I cool. think you'd agree. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I think half of what you've said so far kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, it seems, it says that you're more like, um, you'd, you'd rather, you know, I don't, I actually don't know what this is saying, but I know, you know, but, you, um, I think you understand. Yeah. Okay. This is, this should be fun. Okay. okay. Mars. Mars is a planet of aggression. It determines how you assert yourself, take action and the energy that surrounds you. Okay. Your ambitiousness and when you're angrily, angry. You're Angrily. Mar- angry. <laughs> Your Mars is in Capricorn. Oh. Meaning you assert yourself in a way that is responsible and efficient. You think things through very intentionally. Highly motivated by ambition, your rationality sometimes seems soulless. It's in your third house, meaning that you put a lot of energy into the things you know and are familiar with. That is definitely true. Like, I, I think that that's why I, I often don't listen to, like, new types of music and I'll just listen to like the same thing like honestly I don't ever print the only time I ever branched out was Taylor Swift because I, I'm like I'm familiar <laughs> with this and I'll like start listening to, I'll even start listening to like one of her like older albums that I hadn't listened to before which now I have listened to Fearless and like, oh I've my god all, I've, Fearless Taylor's like, version is... oh gosh <laughs> but like when whenever they first come out like I had so much trouble getting through even though like even when like her and this is not because they're not good or I didn't like them, but, like, with, like, Evermore and Folklore, like, it took me, I had to listen to it several times, and it took me a while to get through those first few times of listening through, just because I wasn't familiar with it, and then once I'm familiar with it, I'm like, I Yeah, like so I, I also generally dislike change, but I think that, for mm-hmm. me, all of her music is not a change, you know? Yeah. Like, even if it's new, I'm like, yeah, I want Taylor Swift, because yeah. I just, it's all Taylor Swift. I think it mine's, like, a different type of, like, mm-hmm. more, not, yeah. like, change, but just, like, having to, like, Something that you don't some, already know. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I mean... Huh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, Jupiter. One of the two social planets, Jupiter rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. It's also very philosophical. Your Jupiter is in Libra. My Jupiter is in Libra. Okay. <laughs> Meaning you grow and find understanding through harmony, balance, and seeing both sides to a situation. Mm-hmm. It's in your first house, meaning that you find success through yourself and self-image. And because it's your first house, your Jupiter in Libra is hyper-present in your personality. Sorry, I was drinking water. <laughs> so this um, means, this is the first, the only one that you've had in your first house, which means it's very present in your personality, apparently, is what I just read. Could you read the first sentence of it again? Meaning you grow and find understanding through harmony, balance, and seeing both sides to a situation. The seeing both sides to a situation definitely fits me. I feel like, in my head, like, when I'm, like, alone, I could be kind of a negative person, but, like... <laughs> When I'm, like, with others, particularly, I Because it like, is a social thing, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I definitely try to, like... Not to say I can't be, like, mm-hmm. negative if I'm just... We're talking about more, like, personal experiences or whatever. But, like, overall, I feel like I will try to, like, give the benefit of the doubt to, like, both sides of whatever situation 
uh, sometimes a little bit too much. So, like, you know, if I've ever had, like, a conflict at school with, like, or at, like, my, I'm particularly thinking about, like, junior high, <laughs> but, like, you know, when, like, you'd have, like, the, the girl who'd, like, bully you or whatever, I'd, like, forgive her every single day by the end of the day I would have like forgiven her for like a year straight like oh no but then she did she then she said hi to me so it's all okay (laughs) every single time and it only made it all the harder but I well okay so that's okay yeah I think both you know I I'd say yeah you find success through yourself and self-image how do you feel about that I mean yeah I think so I think I definitely am very like in my head a lot which I mean everyone is but I don't know but like um I definitely think I'd find success in like uh all I think one was talking like one of the previous ones was talking about like my own creative projects that I'm really into I'd mm-hmm. say yeah so cool connect those yeah so Saturn the other social planet Saturn rules responsibility restrictions limits boundaries fears and self-discipline your Ooh. Saturn <laughs> is in cancer Okay. Meaning you struggle with your emotions, a taste for drama, and an overabundance of empathy. It's in your 10th house, meaning you have had difficulties with goals, success, and responsibility. Well, um, I don't know if I'd say I have difficulty <laughs> with goals, success, and responsibility. I mean, I'm, I feel like I, I'm pretty responsible and I have goals and I achieve those goals. And what was the first sentence it said about me? You struggle with emotions, a taste for drama, and an overabundance of empathy. I'd say the the drama. I'd only have a taste for drama when I'm reading a book, but I don't want to. I don't want any drama when I'm like in the real world. I'm like, no, no, we'll just stick it to the, but the like, fictional stuff. What when you like hear about something that happened, aren't you like a little curious or something? Yeah, but isn't everyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if it doesn't involve me, yeah, then sure. I'm, yeah. I'm like, yes, this is great. Okay. But if it involves me, I'm like, uh-huh. no, exactly. Thank you because any drama I've ever been in is like. I, I they don't really have anything to do with if I'm in, if like yeah. I have something to do with it I don't I never had anything to do with it people brought okay. me in okay we have three more Uranus Uranus stays in each Ur- sign Uranus the planet the Uranus planet. is it Uranus I think it's I've heard it both ways <laughs> oh, I was like I've never heard of it okay before. stays in each sign for seven years meaning it rules a generation more than a person person. Person, person. <laughs> it really gener- so we're, we're, we're in the same Uranus then. Okay. Um, your Uranus is in Pisces. Okay. Me- so that means mine is too. Okay. Meaning other generations are shocked by your generation's sense of empathy, dreaminess, and gentle nature. I feel like other generations are shocked by my... Yeah. Gen- I feel like a lot of... Yeah. I, I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> people are like, this is yeah. the generation that's going to save the world. No, but it's also like they're like... A gentle nature. They're like, you guys are soft. You needed participation trophies and everything, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Oh, they definitely It's in that. your fifth house, meaning that for you, this manifests... This is the personal part. Okay. For you, this manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. I mean... It's all about... You got those four words a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it means by pleasure. Does it just mean, like, I stuff I do for I fun? So. It's, okay, so... Rebelling, so it means that it manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about those things. I don't know if anything I do is ever rebelling. <laughs> I mean, what do you think on that one? I don't know. I need I shared think opinion. That, I think <laughs> that for that one, you might need to have a little more, like, life experience yeah. in order to know. I'm kind of like, um, do you mean rebel by, like, be like, oh. No, I, I won't have, go like, on a date with you. Yeah, or like, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to get social media, which that is not me rebelling, but, like. 
<laughs> that's just the fear but like the but like I don't feel like there's much chance for me to rebel especially not in the middle of a pandemic when well I mean, you know I mean well other people rebel by not following I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore okay Neptune Neptune stays in each sign for around 14 years meaning it rules a generation more than a person it rules dreams imagination and the unconscious so then we're also gonna have okay. the same Neptune your Neptune is in Aquarius. <laughs> oh, wow. So that means all Aquarius. <laughs> Meaning that your entire generation finds inspiration through detached analysis and intellectual pursuits. It's in your fifth house, meaning that for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical about romance, self-expression, creativity, and pre- pleasure. Why those four words? Um, like, I have unrealistic expectations for that stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like... I. I feel like for all of those, what, what, wait, let's go through each word. <laughs> a romance? Romance? I read too many books that have... Well, it's about, it's, it's, it's more about the no, way no, that no, your it... brain processes it than the way that you've been influenced. Yeah, I think I've, I just have unrealistic expectations <laughs> for both myself and... Self-expression. Mm-hmm. Creativity. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like, you know, where you're like, where I'm like... Um, why don't I have that one, like, creative thing that I'm, like, really, really good at? You know, like, I, there's definitely, like, a lot of things I feel that I'm, like, I am, like, proficient, like, you know, just, like, average at, you know, like, I don't know, I like to write, I'm not great at it. Like, nothing, you know, that I'm, like, but, like, most people aren't, don't have, like, that one thing. I I think, like, from what's, like, seen in the media a lot is you see that, like, one person who's, like, mm-hmm. amazing at what they do, mm-hmm. and then you just think you should be that way, yeah, but, like, ha- don't have most people way. aren't like yes. that, and it's, and the, usually the, that person's like that because of something genetic. That or is, because they've dedicated, they've dedicated all of their, all time, their time, time to that. It. And I do not have the patience to dedicate all of my time mm-hmm. to one thing. I am much too, like, I have, like, I feel like I have a lot of different hobbies, and then I just kind of will, like, cycle through them. So, like, baking and knitting and crocheting, I have dropped those for a few months. I would just like to shout out real quick. I don't know if Ronya's listening, but her, like, knitting has impressed me so I much. I know. I'm she's like, making this cardigan. I'm just like, really? <laughs> like, and she made a sweater. She's, like, crocheting, a, like, a sweatshirt thing, and she's also knitting the, I don't, this uh, cardigan. How? And I, it's so, I'm just like, we stopped, she, we carpooled to dance, and we stopped the other day to get yarn from Beverly's. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, I don't know. This, she's just, she looks at a picture of it, and she's like, I'm going to make it now. And I was like, wait, girl. She can just make it from a picture? Uh-huh. No way. Yeah. How do you make something from a picture? I like <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to crochet this tank top for the summer. And I'm just like, go for it. I wow. can't wait to see it. I mess up when I use a pattern. Like, I'm, I'm like halfway through the hat pattern that uh, Rania gave me, which I love, by the way. But And I, I got into, like, this habit. I'd watch a Marvel movie on my computer and have my... Like the knitting right in front of me, and then I'd be knitting the hat, and I just like binge watched a bunch of Marvel. This is like around time of WandaVision, and all I wanted mm-hmm. to watch was anything Marvel because there's only so many times you can rewatch the first three <laughs> episodes of WandaVision. This is only like the first three <laughs> yeah. episodes where I was like, there's only so many times I haven't I can already watched these. WandaVision. I want to though. Anyway, yeah. we should rewatch Your last them together. one. Is it, okay, Pluto. Pluto stays in each sign for up to 30 years, meaning oh, it rules wow. a generation more than a person. Wait, then does it rule my mom too? <laughs> well, it depends. She's 30 years older than me. Well, that probably not. Yeah, I guess. No, well, she might be a little over 30 years older than me. So. Um, and also, it doesn't mean that that was that exact 30 years yeah. when it changed, you know? Oh, true, true, true. Um, it rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. 
Your Pluto is in Sagittarius, meaning your generation psyche is comparatively positive, free-spirited, curious, optimistic, forward-looking, independent, and confident. I think I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's in your third house. Definitely forward-looking. You are personally, you personally are transforming outdated knowledge and playing out familiarity. Wait, repeat that sentence. <laughs> you are personally are transforming outdated knowledge and playing out familiarity. Playing out familiar. Don't know what that means. I, I feel like they could have put these in simpler words. Okay. Anyway, that's Anna's birth chart. That's your zodiac. That's you. Wow. <laughs> like half of half of a year. Like, that didn't make sense. I mean, like a bunch of different months. Right. Yeah. 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 This is. We're going to transition to mine. This is what mine looks like. It's like okay. all on this side and this wow, like one my... cancer. <laughs> okay, so it's basically like this circle that has like. Uh, every like all uh twelve mm-hmm. um of the zodiac signs, and then you've got like different lines and arrows pointing to like which ones which, yours yeah. are for like each of them. It's a it's your birth chart is supposed to be a snapshot of the stars at the exact time you were born. Oh wow! I was born at two thirty nine p.m. As wait, you were born two thirty nine p.m. Wasn't Audrey born at like eleven? She was born like right eleven forty or something. Yeah, she I was, was born, born like, at right nine. We day. all we almost all were born at like something forty. Yeah, I was born at 39, actually. <laughs> Molly, who ruined it. So your mind is almost all on the, like, well, actually, I think that the, it's, like, yeah. See, like, yours cancer's at the top here. Mine cancer's over here. So it's, like, mm-hmm. rotates. But um, mine's all on one side, except for cancer. I keep feeling like the doctors mess up. They're like, you're just born at 940. I'm like, what? why not, like, 941? <laughs> like, why, why not 942? Like, why just 940? Okay, are we ready? But I feel like that's what anyone would say. If they were, like, 941, they'd be like, why not 940? <laughs> I'm 239. Why don't you just say 240, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Because, Molly, you weren't born then, and the stars weren't in those places. <laughs> okay. My son. Wait, should I read them to you? You want to? Yes. Okay. I gotta read them to I you. I mean, yeah, sure. I already know my sun, moon, and rising, but I don't know yeah. a ton about them. Okay. Your son is... Do you want, so should I just say the sun and then which one it is and then which house it is? Is that how you did it? I just, yeah, if you read the paragraph, it tells you in there too. Okay. Oh, hi, Penny. Hi, Penny. You want to join the podcast? Hi, Anna. Hi. Do you join the podcast episode? You can probably hear her panting. She's yeah. saying hi. <laughs> so, I mean, did you, you don't, just read the paragraph or did you read the... I read the paragraph. Okay. You don't have to go through the whole thing because we went through the beginning part of it for you. I mean, you could be like, this is da-da-da. You don't have to read the whole intro. Just sort of okay. give us a little refreshed couple words. Okay, so, uh, let's see. Of what um, each one means. Okay. I mean, if so, it's quicker to read the whole thing, you can I don't know. know. Okay, <laughs> the sun determines your ego, identity, identity and role in life. Okay, cool. Um, and then, okay, should I be... Do I read this whole paragraph? I'm, like, so confused for some reason. If you want to. Um, so is this one... Because it's giving the specific one for you. So let's see. Um, just, to... just, just, just... Your son is in Capricorn, meaning you are fundamentally responsible, serious, efficient, and rational. Maybe those are your four words. Maybe we should <laughs> <Four> switch. <laughs> this can lead to a power-hungry ambitiousness. Ooh. You have a tendency for workaholism and success. A tendency for success. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, and su- Or support for the dreams of those around you. Hey. I feel like you definitely support the dreams of those around you. Yay. Um, emotionally res- reserved. 
Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> that one. You, you need to learn to express your inner world and have fun. Um, no, I no. think I, <laughs> If anything, I could use a little more of the responsible part of this. <laughs> um, it's in your eighth house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through darkness, oh. taboos, rebirth, sex, <laughs> and transformation. <laughs> This could not be more different from you. Like, darkness. Darkness. Okay. Taboos. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, part of that was like, okay, and then the rest of it was just like, what? Okay, this is gonna be, this might be more of a funny one for you. This is gonna, I feel like mine fit me, but it's like, you know. Well, there were parts of that that fit me. Parts of it? Yeah. Lots of it. The, like, okay, the ones that fit you, I think, were the um, the support for the dreams of those around you and your tendency for success. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, maybe a little bit of workaholism. Just, or more the fact that you, not actually, it's not workaholism. It's more like um, you just like to keep yourself busy doing different mm-hmm. things. But you, you say that's because you don't have patience to do one thing it is. for very it's long. It is. It's true. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, okay. Ascendant. Your, ascend, your ascendant is the mask you present to people. Um, so, anyone listening, this is how you might see me. Yeah. Your ascendant is in Gemini, which is your dad a Gemini? Mm-hmm. Okay. Meaning, you come across as quick-witted, chatty. I- I'm going to put fingers <laughs> up for which ones were. Quick-witted, chatty, eclectic. I don't know what Eclectic? Yeah. I think I'm a pretty eclectic. What does that mean? It's like... Extra? I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, sort of, sort of. These are a little extra. <laughs> um, and fun, though somewhat inconsistent. Whoa. Actually, that kind of works so too. Me. You know how this is what how other people see me? Yeah. <laughs> that was spot on. That literally could not be more spot on. And, like, inconsistent in the way that, like, you, you'll be, like, really bubbly in front of uh-huh. them, like... Sometimes Two seconds later, like, you're just, just like... If, you, if, like, it's specifically around the time that, like, I know this is... I'm specifically saying this because I know this is what people said to you and you were little all the time, that you were hangry and you needed to eat. But it's true, though. If Molly doesn't get her at the yeah. right time, which normally you do because you have a schedule. Yeah. But like, Molly's, uh, Molly's not Molly good at listening from... to her own body, so if she gets hungry and she doesn't extreme. realize it, she goes... She's not that fun to be around. <laughs> and I think since we've known each other since we've spent a lot of my time with you while you're hangry. Partially why I always have snacks. <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm always like, Molly, I'm hungry. And you're like, here. And then you'll be like, no, you can't. Remember last year, you're like, you have to eat the almond. You can't just eat the, the cranberries yeah, yeah. because you need to get some protein. I was like, it's well, I energy. just want the cranberries. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that fight went on all year. So um, that uh, that Gemini, huh? That was, that was oh, really good. Here's another one that I think that it, this is the end of it. I didn't finish it. In conversation, you seem probing and curious. <laughs> this literally, <laughs> wow. What? Your father's daughter. But none of that is my dad. I know, none of it is your dad, but he is a Gemini. Yeah, wow. That was, wow. So Capricorn was... Take a deep breath and recover. Capricorn was not the best, but that made up for it. Take a sip of water. Okay. Alright, so I know my moon is in Cancer, but let's see what that means. No, your moon is Cancer. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said your moon isn't Cancer. My moon is in Cancer. Oh, I was like... Your moon is cancer, no, Molly. Wow. <laughs> the moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. Alrighty. Your moon is in cancer, meaning your emotional self, self is sensitive, thoughtful, and empathetic. You have a tendency to feel like a martyr and secretly fear being abandoned by those you love. Is that your deepest, darkest 
sacred moment. No, usually I feel like the opposite of a martyr. I feel like I take up too much and I should be less selfish. Oh. Really? Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you often have trouble letting things go. I uh, feel like an emotional wreck. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like that's me. No, that's me. I feel like specifically, and this sounds so stupid, but just because I finished Renegade Trilogy, I feel like an emotional wreck and it's I can't okay. let it go. It's an emotional wreck. Yeah. Well, we can be emotional wrecks together. Perfect. <laughs> it's in your third house, meaning you find security and safety through the things you know and are familiar with. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm just going to say I agree with that, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was... No. Gemini and Cancer, those were, maybe that made up for my Capricorn. <laughs> Capricorn, that which is your actual sign. Yeah. Um, okay. Mercury determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. Your Mercury is in Sagittarius, meaning your intellect is expansive, boundary-pushing, and independent. Through your sincere and irreverent... Irreverent? irreverent. I don't know what that means, but irreverent. for some reason I know how to say it. I don't think I even, like, I forgot to I dropped some letters. I promise I can read... I just don't read aloud that often. Um, irreverent curio- curiosity about everything. You have a critical opinion of most things. I'd say you do, right? Okay, yeah, I think <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, yes. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second, but yeah. I um, yeah. A big picture thinker. You find yourself unconcerned with details. You tend to be fairly... Sar- I feel like that. Yeah. 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 Um, you tend to be fairly sarcastic and make other people feel uncertain. It is... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is in your seventh house, meaning you are curious, meaning you are curious about and inclined to analyze your closest relationships and how they affect you. Okay. Do you feel like you analyze your relationships in your spare time? No, not (laughs) not like for fun. I don't just like be like, oh, I have a free hour. Let me just think about my friendships and how they affect me. But maybe I do subconsciously. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that for you. I mean, this is kind of making up for for your overall sign. Okay, let's see. Venus determines how and what you love. Your Venus is in Sagittarius, meaning your romantic side is curious and easily bored. (laughs) (laughs) You enjoy your independence and aren't willing to compromise that freedom for a relationship that doesn't expand the boundaries of your world. That's actually me. Uh I really like being independent. I've never been in a relationship, but I've thought about it a lot. So, I thought about a lot, and I think recently I'm like, you know what, I prefer to just read about other people's relationships and books, and then just kind of be independent and get to do whatever I want. <laughs> Keep going, this is good. Keep going. It's in your seventh house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in close relationships and long-term partnerships. So, so does that mean that because we've been friends for 14 years? Maybe I fit into this yeah. <laughs> This the Sagittarius one. Another yeah. Sag. Okay, um... I think that, I guess we'll have to find out when I get more, like, romantic love, but... Yeah. Jesus. When we're, like, out of college. <laughs> At least, I don't know. I, I like, want to... Whatever. <laughs> like, like, I, like, decided... I, I, I'm a planner, so I like to, like, plan my, in my head my life. And so I'm like, I'm gonna live college to its fullest... But for me, yeah, but like, then I think about it, and I'm probably just gonna sit in my dorm room and like watch watch Marvel movies and read. So I've always I keep thinking like I want to be a teenager and like live my teenage life, you know. Mm-hmm. But for me, like part of that could be, you know, dating. It sounds like like fun. Just you know, I mean, just like you a know, casual, I had, I had fun, the experience. carefree. Is it ever carefree? I don't know. I've never <laughs> done it before. I mean, 
I did, and I think, you know, it's a good experience to, like, have it, as a teenager, but I realized that I really think you love... a good match, though. No. But, I mean, I I just think I've... I thought it was, like, a good experience. Yeah, I, just, I mean, it was yeah. fun for a little yeah. bit, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. And I just think that I have realized that I like being independent, mm-hmm. you know? That I'm definitely more of an independent person, and I think... I feel like I've always known that, like, more than my sister. I've always been, like, at seventh grade, I was like, I'm gonna go on a trip to Japan with my school. So I think I've always just been kind of independent, and I think I just liked having that feeling of, like, mm-hmm. freedom. But I did really enjoy it in the... And it was like just like four months, but yeah, I think it's a good experience to have if you're not yeah. in a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, I'd be open. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Mars is the planet of aggression. Your Mars is in Sagittarius, meaning you assert yourself in a way that pushes. So much Sagittarius. I know. This is your third one. Yeah, in a row. Wow. Your Mars is in Sagittarius, meaning you assert yourself in a way that pushes boundaries. You easily become impatient and restless, and you push things forward with more vision than thoughtfulness. It's huh. in your sixth house, meaning you put a lot of energy into routines. Jeez. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, if, I wonder if, like, for anyone who's listening that. who, like, doesn't, like, actually, like, know yeah. you or hasn't met you in person, like, or hang out with you, I wonder if any of these seem, like, weird for either of us, mm-hmm. but, like... That these are these all, all fit you crazy. <laughs> this is fun. except Capricorn. Except for Capricorn, yeah. I wow. wonder, like, I've always thought about, like, if I just like met ever met someone who's like into astrology and stuff, I would always want to be like, okay, what do you think my sun sign is? Like, what do you think my sign is? I know you they know. would never guess Capricorn. No, no, they wouldn't. I they remember, might guess like Leo. I really, I think it's really interesting in like how other people perceive each other how mm-hmm. you might think someone is like so cool and so pretty or just like you know gives off this great energy and then that person might be you know feeling really down about themselves mm-hmm. but it's all just perspective and oh, i yeah, think it's probably really interesting um where was i leading with this don't know oh my gosh i keep losing my train of thought that should be like one of my things on here i lose my train <laughs> of thought all the time if anyone listens to this podcast regularly they'll know that like there'll be certain episodes where i'm like um the entire time because i'm just having like a mm, off day we should move on we'll keep moving yeah. on and then for the like last couple that are the generation ones you can just read the last line because we already went through it for you okay um one of the two social planets jupiter rules idealism optimism and expansion your Jupiter is in Libra, meaning you grow and find understanding through harmony, balance. Was and that the same one you had? I think so. It's so both- we have the same social sign. I wonder what if I was like. I wonder if that's why we're such good friends. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it says, um, yeah, seeing both sides to situations in your fifth house, meaning you find success through romance, self-expression, creativity. Was it in your fifth house too? Do we we could check okay, the tabs check. right there. Okay. So go down uh, to Jupiter. Jupiter. Okay. Yeah. No, it's in your first Wait, house. it's in my... Oh. Okay, so that's like a lot, a much okay, bigger part of your personality okay, than it was Okay, so your me. Jupiter in Libra is hyper-present in your personality. So mine is not. No. I mean, I feel It's like... interesting that we have the same one, though. Yeah. I mean... I think that's the first one we've had that overlapped. Is it? Yeah. Wow, well, I just keep finding a lot of things that I like, also like, feel like I agree with. All right. But these fit with you really well. Do you feel like the Libra one fit with you? Uh, I guess so. I mean, that one is, like, it's kind of vague. Yeah. Um, 
The other social planet, Saturn, rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Your Saturn is in Cancer, meaning you struggle with your emotions, a taste for drama, and an overabundance. Did you have the same one? It's in your third house, meaning you had difficulties with things you know and are familiar. Difficulties with the things you know and are familiar with. So So we have the same two social houses, Anna. Mine's in the tenth house, though. Yours is in your third house. But we have the same. We have the same two social social sides. What the heck? heck? So I know that we the way that we met is sort of like fate. I mean, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a whole shush. We're gonna do a whole episode on us at some point. I have it. We have to. Why haven't we done that? Yet? I don't know. It's in my list. So because that's the kind of people we are. We decide to make a whole episode yeah. about us. Yeah, we're narcissists. Anyway, <laughs> this is basically a whole episode about us. The first thing that came to my head when you said narcissist was just like the Taylor Swift song. I never trust a narcissist, but they love me. <laughs> so I play them like a violin, and I let them think. No, let them think. They, they save, save me. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Uranus stays in each sign for seven years, meaning... So just read the last part of those last three. Um, your Uranus is in Pisces, meaning other generations are shocked by your generation. What I mean is like the last sentence, what house? It's in because we had the same one. It's in your 10th house, meaning that for you it manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about goals, success, and responsibility. I think that fits you. I mean, right? You're very much like... I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So Neptune is another right uh, generation one, and so what did it it's again? It's in your tenth house, meaning that for you it manifests in your ideal. Virgin Wait. What's on... the what's the? Oh, your tenth house. No. Oh, it's no. Aquarius. Okay. Um. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> um. It's in your tenth house, meaning that. You, for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical about success and responsibility. So did we have the same one of that one? No, 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 never no, mind. Right? For you, it wasn't success and responsibility. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay, Pluto is another generation one, mm-hmm. and yours is in Sagittarius. Well, it's like number four. All of ours is in Sagittarius, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's in your seventh house, meaning that you personally are transforming outdated forms of close relationships and long-term partnerships. I mean, I feel like that's something you need more, like, like, uh, like, what is it? You need to be alive for, like, 15 yeah, more yeah, years yeah. Uh-huh. to be able to, to create figure. impact. We'll come back to this if we still have the podcast in 15 years. I think we should. Heck yeah. Because people are gonna want to listen to oh, yeah. 30-year-olds talk about Yeah, they do. Astrology. <laughs> okay, well. I mean, yeah. They yeah. Just think about, like, you can sit with us. You know, from the the Try Guys. Wives? I listen to that one. I love them. I also listen to the um the Try Guys podcast. Yeah, I don't listen it's, to their Guilty Pleasure. I don't listen to that because I haven't watched any of the movies. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. No, um, but, <laughs> but I and I listen to the Try Guys one sometimes. But I I, love I always you listen to You Can Sit with, with Us. They're just they feel so I, they're like, so welcoming oh. and like warm. I love them. And I just want to go sit, sit with, with them. <laughs> Maybe we can collab with our podcast. Oh my. Gosh, we'd just be sitting here like, uh, 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 we love you. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for listening to our astrology deep dive episode. We can check that one off the list. And mm-hmm. tune in next week for the episode we're going to record right after this. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is, wait, wait, I'm Molly. 
And I'm Anna. And you're listening to Ink and Paper. Paper.